joining me today. I am excited for this one. Why? Because I am in the audience also. I'll be hosting this podcast today with my two fabulous guests, but I'm in the audience also because I want tips and tricks and best practices. Today, we are diving into how do we lose weight? How do we do it where it stays off? How do we do it where we're focused and we're in on it? And uh, I've got the two best people to put in the hot seat, both gals, ironically, on two different journeys, both lost 40 pounds, 40 pounds plus. So I'd say about 40 pounds. Um, Both these gals are part of the elite club. So thank you so much, my students, for joining me today. I have loved watching your journey and hearing about it and just so impressed and so proud of both of you. Um, I've got Nikki Reichel from California here joining us today and Aaron Olmstead um, from Washington. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for having us, Coach. You Thank betcha. you so much for having us, Coach. Thank you. Bet, you bet. I am so in awe of your journey. So let's dive right in because fitness is a hot topic. My goal today is that it's not just hot for Q1, that we get to take tactical tips from you guys, I, me as well, and take them to quarter two and three and for the year and like literally learn about a better healthier lifestyle. So Erin, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about your fitness journey and what made you say like enough is enough. I need to shed this weight. Well, for me, it's, it's a lot more than just weight. Um, I had to really work on my mental, um, confidence and I worked on that for a long time, as you know, and you were a huge, huge integral part of that. Um, I also, you know, work with an amazing business partner and friend, and she was very supportive of me as well. And there was just some things that had happened in my life, um, a lot, you know, six or seven years ago that I had to really work on myself first. And I feel like it's just sort of been this slow process of me getting my power back, getting my confidence back. And then from there was like, you know what? I need to do this for me. This is all for me. This is for nobody else. And I know that this is going to make me feel better. And But here, let me say this. Over the years, you have said, I've heard you say, this is all for me. I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to focus in on me. But that never really went down. What really snapped in 2022 where you're like, I'm done with that story. It's time for action. What is, what was that piece? So I started doing like really focusing on the food and, and I always walked my dog every morning. Okay. And I, I was always into that. I was like, I'm going to work out. It made me feel good mentally. Um, and I just decided that I wanted to, I I wasn't going to lose the weight unless I changed how I ate. Right. Okay. So that yes. really clicked for you was like, right. I've been walking my dog and the pounds are still on. Right. So I had to switch to the food. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, you know, what's so interesting is, you know, what's so interesting is that Nikki's big thing that she always says that she always says is I had to have a better relationship with food. Nikki, is that right? What happened in your journey that got you to just be like, I'm, I'm doing this. That has been the biggest thing for me. So I've yo-yoed with my weight my entire life. Um, I've tried 
diets. I've tried lifestyle programs. I've tried so many things and there are a lot of restrictive programs and there you can't have this and you can't have this. And when you tell someone you can't do something, that's when they want to do it, right? When you tell me I can't have chocolate, that's when I crave it. So I finally, and I'm an all or nothing person. So I'm either following something, following a program to a T and being so good on it, or I am binging like it is not even funny. So for me, it was the confidence and the mental health and me losing weight. I had to do it for me. It was for who I saw looking back in the mirror because the person who was looking at me in the mirror was not who I felt like inside. And so I did it for me and I created a better relationship with food where I no longer have this all or nothing mentality with food. I can keep chips or candy in my pantry and I'm not going to sit there and eat an entire bag. I can go pull a handful of chips or a couple of pieces of candy when I want it and leave it there and not touch it when I don't. So it was really creating this better relationship with food of not saying I can't do this. I can't have it. It's saying I can have it in moderation when I want to, but it's about making better choices to be able to say, okay, you know what, today I do want to have some chips instead of having a salad or something like that. And it was just really creating that better relationship with food is how I've been able to keep the weight off for the first time in my life. How do you, when you look at the bag of chips and like, I could scarf you all down, what's, what do you guys, what are you saying in your head that goes, no, we're not scarfing it down. What, what's the voice in there? That's what's it saying? You know, for me, I think, um, and a, a part of this is that I've learned over the last few years is I have ADD. And so a lot of times eating is releasing, um, some like happy hormones for me. So that's why, like, I tend to gravitate towards foods that are not good for me. But what I've learned is that that only comes in the first few bites after that, that happiness that I get from eating something bad isn't there anymore. So I can have, like I said, I can take a handful of chips. I get my happiness from eating those few bites, but after those few bites, it's not giving me that happiness anymore. So that's kind of where I just tell myself, I want something, I'm going to have a couple of bites of it and then that's it. And by doing that, I don't feel like I'm not able to do things or I don't feel like I'm, you know, tied to some diet or some program. And it's just really allowed me a better relationship where I just don't feel the need to overdo it. Um, and it's just, it was something that just clicked mentally. Just, you know, when I don't restrict, I don't need as much of it. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I know that's a lot of people's problems, you know, like I have a friend, she's like, I cannot have a bowl of ice cream. I need like a gallon of ice cream. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where do you go from the bowl to the gallon? And what's that conversation? Cause I think that comes up for a lot of people or, or we're eating, talking, watching TV and it's like, Oh God, the bag's gone. So I think that's important too, that we stay away from bringing the bag as the dish that we actually do take the handful. You know, another thing is with chips, you can break them down. So it makes it more of the bites because they have snapped in half and all. There's some tips there too. Um, So very good. Thank you for that. Let me ask you this, Erin. So you, um, after losing the weight, when you look back to what happened six, seven years ago and that real big thing in your life. Has it built your confidence in that arena? Do you feel better over that whole thing as you have been lifting yourself up through the, these weight loss journey? 
100%. And, and, um, I've tried to lose weight as well. Like so many times during this, um, during that period, I, I would go on, um, my fitness pal app and I would try and count calories. And every time I would fall off every time. And it was like, I just, it just didn't click with me, but once it clicked in my head that I am in control of my life and I, you know, to an extent (laughs) and I, you know, um, that was huge for me. That was like everything for me. And so I was like, you know what? I need a win. I need to do something for me and I'm going to put myself first. And, um, then it just clicked. I just was able to do it. And I, I've been doing it since September and I, and I have, you know, cheat days. I had a cheat day yesterday. You know, I knew I was going to this amazing restaurant. I hadn't been there in a year and I knew that I was going to eat what I wanted. And, you know, I did the same thing at Christmas. I did the same thing at Thanksgiving because I didn't want to, you know, like Nikki was saying, I didn't want to restrict myself and then end up like binging. So I just allow myself days where I just, if I want to have a cake or a cookie or something, then I do. And then the next day I'm back on it again. Like, so. So since September, you've lost a total of how much weight? 41 pounds. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. You equate that to your better food choices. Now, are you someone who's doing breakfast, lunch, dinner? Are you doing snacks in between? Tell us a little bit of your regimen. Um, I do breakfast, lunch, dinner. So the interesting thing for me that was really eye-opening was the portion control, portion sizes. Mm, Because I was having and have had a smoothie forever and ever and ever, right? And it's just like that little ninja smoothie maker. And- I would just fill that thing up, you know, because it was all good stuff. It was like bananas and fruit and yogurt and, you know, ginger and honey and all this good stuff. But once I paid attention to how many calories were in all those little individual things and how much yogurt I was putting in there and how, you know, it was probably like an 800 calorie smoothie. So once I cut that in half, it was like, oh, you know, now that now this is like a 400 calorie breakfast. So it just made me think differently about food. Like Nikki said, like just making different choices and having smaller sizes. And I'm a, a big salt person, not so much a sweet person. And so I would substitute like chips for rice cakes or, you know, and it would still give me that kind of salt craving. So that's just been something that I've learned along with this do you do snacks? Not really. If I do, I have like a hard boiled egg. I have all of that stuff on hand so that if I get hungry, I just can grab it and, you know, just eat it right, right then. So that I'm not like starving and then end up, you know, eating a bunch of bad stuff. That is a really great point. That's a great point. I, um, I got to tell you guys, you need to have snacks on hand that are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for us to run through a few snacks for people like carrot. I do carrots. I do mm-hmm. almonds. I do avocado, um, rice cakes. Um, I like to do like trail mix is a really good one. So I like to keep like a bag of trail mix in my office so that I have something quick to snack on if I want it. 
Uh, fruits and veggies, of course, are always good ones. And I think that something to note is if you're not someone who really enjoys fruits and veggies too much, like maybe you don't just like eating carrots, then don't be afraid to pour yourself a little thing of hummus or a little thing of ranch dressing or something like that. Um, of course, it's like she said, it's the portions, right? Pay attention to how much you're having. But if you need a little something to help you to be able to eat a healthier snack, don't be afraid to do that because you making that choice to have some ranch dressing with your carrots is going to be 10 times better than you going and eating a big old bag of chips. Yeah. 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 Very good. Good point. Cause I, I want you guys to write down some of those snack ideas. Cause I think it matters for when you get that pinch, you know, it could just, you could take it off with just a little bit of food getting in there. It'll take off that pinch, which is huge. I want all my listeners to listen right now on this really, really intently. We wonder why we're in a funk, we're in a bad mood, we don't feel good, we're off our game, orders are down, appointments aren't up. All these things are like, in effect, here's what I want to say to everyone in that space and feeling that way. What are you eating? Because I'll tell you right now, I love to eat fast food. That's always kind of been a thing that I, you know, kind of zip in and da, da, da. I feel like crap, 1000% crap when I eat that kind of food notably different that it's just not worth it to me anymore. It's just absolutely not worth it. So I'll simulate certain things. Like I love Taco Bell tacos, those crunchy tacos. Mm -hmm. I'll now do turkey tacos, you know, and put in more veggies and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I get to simulate it. So if somebody's listening right now going, well, I want to be the same way when I got married, gosh, like me, I'm listening. What do we do right now? What do we do right now, you guys, to change the direction? Give give me tips to start today. Well, it's, you know, it's like you teach us in coaching. It's it's all about choices, right? So you have to make that choice and you have to like be committed. I mean, like a hundred percent, you just have to be committed to it. In the beginning, that's what I was saying. I was getting frustrated because I was eating what I was supposed to eat. And I was staying within a certain amount of calories. And I was like, and I wasn't losing weight. Like it would go up, it would go down, it would go back up, it would go down. And so I was like, this isn't working. And I feel like that's when before I would just be like, that's it, I'm done, you know, but I stuck through it. And I kept telling myself and there was a voice in my head that just said, just keep doing it, just keep doing it, you know, and I did. And you know, and voila, 40 pounds off 41 to boot. Amazing. You know, I ate like crap through the holidays myself. And anyway, come the new year, I'm like, you know, I really need to lose weight. I've, I've gained some weight, you know, just through these years and we're getting older and it doesn't come off as easier and this, that, and the other. And so I lost six pounds in a week and, um, I'm on this trajectory. Like I'm, I'm focused and I'm going to tell you guys what Mm -hmm. I did. I order meal prep. Okay. Because I just, it's all up in there. You know, it's there. It arrives. I put it in the microwave. You know, I just, I get it done. It's healthy. It's organic. So anyway, that eating that, and then I do an orgain shake. Are you guys familiar with orgain shakes? It has mine has either one or zero sugar and 20 grams of protein. Um, and it's portioned as teeny teeny. And then for breakfast, I have this, um, like it's a, 
natural like bar, a little like bar and has, you know, 15 grams of protein or whatever. And like, that's it. And then I put fruits and vegetables throughout the day and I'm a snack person. So I put in those healthy snacks and drinking a lot of water. Um, and going on the scale, I will do that just to, because I do think the scale motivates me. You know, if it's up a pound, I'm going up. What am I doing? I need to, you know, get back here. If it's down a pound, I'm like, look at you, let's go, you know? So I do think that matters. Um, it's important, but these little tips make a difference for the people who are trying to get started today about what it's about. It's moving your body. It's food choices. I like what you say about portion. I like what you say about better relationship with food. I think that all matters. How do we equate all of this though, to sales, you know, in the sense of like having the regimented bone where you're doing half the portion size, how do you have a regimented bone to go? I'm going to call 20 people instead of 10. How do you have the regimented bone to say, I'm going to teach two classes instead of one. I'm going to work hard each and every day. How do we, can you equate um, Nikki, a little bit of like sales and fitness. Absolutely. I think that we all get into this place, like Aaron was saying a couple of minutes ago, right. Where like, you're seeing your, you're not seeing as much improvement as you want. And I call it the effort space. I'm just like, why am mm-hmm. I doing, that? why am I telling myself I can't do this stuff if it's not changing things? Right. Like it kind of gets to this frustrating point, but at the same time, I also would get there like so fast. Like my scale would not change for one day. And I'd be like, screw it. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And as much as I would love to eat healthy for a day and then lose all of this weight, instant gratification is not realistic. Just like with our jobs, yeah. we have to work hard to see the results and you'll get out of it what you put into it. So you have to work hard at your job in order to see results. The same thing goes with this. If you are not willing to put in the work, you're not going to see the results. You can't keep, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Why do you think you get to keep going and eating McDonald's and Taco Bell and doing all of these things three times a week, but your scale is going to change? It's not because you have to make the changes yourself, just like you would with your business, right? The market changes, you start changing how you're doing your business. Your weights start changing, you start changing how you're eating. And you really just have to, to buckle down and commit to it in order for you to start seeing those results and give yourself grace. Some days it's not going to work. Other days it's going to work great. Sometimes you have to find there are foods that don't agree with you, right? Just because you're eating a healthy food, it just may not be the right food for your body. So you're not seeing enough movement. You might need to cut down on that food or cut it out and try doing something else. So just really find what works for you and don't let yourself just get frustrated with the the non-instant gratification because it takes time to see the change. You know, it took months for me to start seeing as much change as I wanted to. You know, I lost five pounds. I lost 10 pounds. I didn't see it when I looked at myself in the mirror. Then all of a sudden people are like, wow, you're losing weight. You look really good. And they're they're telling me what I'm not seeing. And I'm noticing, oh, okay. So when people would do that stuff, it would help give me the drive to keep going because other people noticed it. And other people were telling me that they saw the work that I was doing. And it's just like with our jobs, you know, we're looking at our numbers and how many orders we're getting and how many, what our income is and all of that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. We're paying attention to our numbers. We're paying attention to how our clothes are fitting us what the number on the scale is. So you really just have to commit to it just like you do in your job. How much weight did you lose total? 
about 45 pounds. And then how much of that did you gain back on that first cycle? So um, in 2019, I lost about 40 pounds and I kept it I in about six months. Um, I kept it off for about nine months and then COVID hit. And I just, you know, like everybody else, just didn't do anything. And then when 2021 came around um, and I had not been weighing myself and stuff, but my clothes weren't fitting and I saw a picture of myself and uh, I had a total breakdown seeing this picture of myself because it was just, it was the person that I, I left behind in 2019. Yeah. So I finally, that was my breaking point. And I was like, you know what, this has to change. And so I lost another 45 pounds and it, it, it took about, I would say probably again, five or six months. Um, and one of the other things I do just kind of want to note for women out there is one thing that also assisted me was my hormones. Um, so many of us, our hormones are so off and I have something that causes my hormones to be off and I've been on birth control for most of my life. And so, you know, I got off of that. I started getting my hormones under control and that was a big portion of it too, was, you know, the, the medication and all of that kind of stuff that was stuck to me. And that really was a big help as well. So, you know, just if you don't know where you're at with that stuff, talk to your doctor, get some blood tests done and see where your levels are. And maybe you need to, you know, change things up. But that was a big thing that really helped me. And I know I've had a few friends that have gone through the same thing. Yeah, thank you. That's a massive piece. I actually have a hormone appointment next week. um, Because it's so imperative, and plays such a massive role in that whole process. So, so glad you brought that up. Erin, can you give us three to five tips on, um, losing weight? You know what I mean? Like in your process, you walk Fairbanks for dog. So yep. cute. Oh my God. So cute. It's a, thank it's crazy. You. <laughs> your food portion. Give me mm-hmm. some other things. What are, what is keeping the weight off? What is the, how is the scale going down, 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 down? For me, I'm definitely like a time block planner person. And so, you know, um, for me, the, the app that helps me count my calories and keep track of what I'm eating has been super helpful for me because that's just my personality type. Which, think, which app? It's called my fitness pal. And so my fitness pal, and you basically just go in there and put your weight in how much you want to weigh. And then it tells you how many calories you can have a day. And that's so, so cool. Do you know that at FNF that we have a partnership with um Weight Watchers? Yeah, it's it's a lot like Weight Watchers. Similar, right? Yeah. So yeah. anybody listening, how much is your app? Do you know? I I don't pay anything for my app. Oh, okay. So that app's yeah. free. The Weight Watchers app's eight dollars a month for FNF employees, um, which is good because it's way more expensive if you just enroll direct. But these apps, I have the app. Um, I'm glad you gave me that tip today because I'm on a journey of losing weight and I have a good solid 10, 12 pounds to go. So for me, I I'm going to activate the app. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Cause I'm just kind of like putting yeah. notes and writing on the calendar and stuff like that. But I think I'm going to go back to the app. So that's another one. And then what else for you? And then I do, I have a pedometer app also. So that keeps track of like what, how much I'm walking. And so I, I noticed that, you know, if I don't have like three miles in or two miles in with my dog, then I'll park further away in the grocery store or I'll go, you know, maybe run some extra errands so I can get some steps in and get, you know, 
get that exercise that I know that I need. And um, so I think that's been helpful too. Are you doing any weights? No, but I'm trying. That's one thing that I told myself at the beginning of this year is that I want to do like some kind of like Pilates or weights or something that like, you know, does the toning helps yeah. the tone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, Nikki, what three to five tips do you have for people who want to lose weight? My goal is to do three miles and to do it at least uh, four days a week. But, you know, having some sort of, you know, metric like that, um, I wear an Apple watch. So I'm paying attention to my mm -hmm. steps. It tells me to stand up at different points throughout the day. So I do try to do that. Um, and that's been really helpful for me. Um, portion, portion control is a big one. We always hear about that. As you start cutting down on how much you eat, your stomach starts shrinking and you mm -hmm. start getting full sooner. It takes a few weeks for it to start working, but just keep that in mind that as you start cutting your portions down, your stomach will adjust to that as well. Um, so portion control is a big one. Uh, being in sales, we're out and about all the time. And sometimes I don't have food with me. So having, knowing the places, like I like to go get a salad at Chick-fil-A sometimes, or I'll go get a bowl from Chipotle and eat half of it. Or um, one of my favorites is you mentioned the Orgain Shakes. I use Premier Protein. So I use those in my coffee instead of creamer. I use a little bit in my coffee every morning. And um, if I don't have something to eat, I'll use that as a meal replacement. I'll get a couple of shots of espresso and a whole one of those. And it's 20 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. And it tastes like a sweet drink, but it's really filling and stuff. So knowing little things like that that help me when I'm out in the field um, have been really beneficial. And then the last thing is, um, I got a little under desk walking pad, like a little treadmill. So that when I'm in the office for a long time, uh, I've got a pair of sneakers here and I'll just throw the thing under my desk. I'll put my desk to standing and throw on my sneakers. And then I'll just walk while I'm doing stuff. And it's just a super slow pace so that when I'm making calls, I'm not out of breath and stuff. But you know, if I'm just sitting here, I might as well be walking and getting a few steps in. That's cool. Where'd you get that? Uh, you can get them anywhere. Amazon, online. They're like, you know, $150, $200. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like those good tips. Thank you for that. That um, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank put up. He was like, everybody wants success so bad. What you guys don't get is the first step or the first major ingredient to that success is focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't get to the ultimate success in life. If you are not your number one priority, just cannot, it's impossible. I just thought it was a really cool post. His timing is epic because that's kind of what we're talking about today is focusing, you know, in on ourselves. And I find it to be very regimented, you know, where there, there are rules and boundaries that I put on it, you know, that we should all be putting on for ourselves and what we're willing to do or not do. I like how um, Nikki talked about, like, if I want chips, I can grab it. I love how you guys aren't like, nope, can't have any dessert for six months. It's like, that's just not moderation. That's not reality, you know? So I like how you kind of weave that in today too. Um, I feel like I can talk to you guys for days um, because it's just so impressive. It's not easy to lose that kind of weight. It's not easy to be that kind of, you know, regimented and focused. We're, we're foodies. Okay. I'm speaking for the audience. We're foodies. We love food and flavor and, and good stuff. I'm a sweet and a salt. Isn't that a jacked up? I can, I like it both. So to me, it's, um, hard to say no to all the wonderful things that are in front of our faces. You know, it's, it is choices. Erin, you, you nailed it right on the head. I teach this in coaching. 
Um, if I was a fitness coach, which I ain't, but if I was, I would be like, it's choices. We always have a choice. I just want to say to anybody who's listening, your want has to be bigger and greater than your excuses and your bullshit, or you're never, ever going to get there pinning up what you want and envision. I have a calendar up. I have my goals on this calendar where if I work out, I get a big X. If I, you know, um, you know, eat healthy, I get a small X, you know, my certain amount of water, I do like a W if I hit my water goal, I'm doing things where I can visually see my activities that way. When I go to, oh, and on the scale, I have a little notebook right next to the scale and I'm logging in the weight to see it there. It just Mm -hmm. all makes a big impact and difference. So in wrapping up Nikki in life, business or in fitness, what do you know for sure? Um, that at the end of the day, it's not about what everybody else thinks about you. It's what you think about yourself. And so focus on you. I've spent the last couple of years doing a lot of self-improvement and a lot of Mm self-growth and getting myself right and feeling confident with who I am has really helped me in every different facet of my life, personally, professionally. So do it for yourself. Don't do it for someone else. Don't do it because you feel like you need to be skinny in order to to be beautiful or to do this or to do that. Do it because you want to and because it's something that's going to make you feel confident. It's going to make you feel happy. Focus on everything, your mental health, your well-being. Just get yourself to a place that you feel really good uh, overall in your life. And things start really falling into place. And you'll see that confidence start exuding in different places. I'm glad you said that because earlier when you were kind of talking about your experience through the years, it was really on a lot of other people. Like the other people were really the impact for you. Probably why you gained all your weight right back because it wasn't for Nikki. You know, when people were saying you look skinny, that, that was loud to you. That mattered and clicked for you. It's not that it's a bad thing per se, but it wasn't what kept it off. See, once you looked in the mirror and was like, I'm not that girl. And it became about Nikki. And what works and feels good for her, look at you now, you know, look at your perspective now, look at that advice. So that was excellent. Thank you, Nikki. Erin, in life, business or fitness, what do you know for sure? You know, focus on what it is that you need to do for yourself to make yourself feel good about yourself and everything just kind of will fall into place from there. I I just really feel like that's the core of everything. And I know that you have taught us that so much in coaching and it, it just clicked in my head one day. And I know that you had told me, you know, you had said that don't, no one can shake you off. You're awesome. And, and it like, I just kept repeating that to myself all the time. And I'm like, you know what, you're right. I, I, I took on so much of other people and had to really learn how to establish boundaries and learn how to kind of put myself first. Yeah. Very good. You guys. Well, thank you so much. It's not easy to, you know, get in a hot seat in front of a big audience and tell them about your, your goals or, you know, your fails or, you know, where you fell off or count back on the wagon. It's not easy. You know, I even felt, as I was saying, like, I need to lose 10 pounds. Like that's not something we post on social media or get loud about, you know, this is something personally that you feel, but the truth of the matter is other people are struggling And it does come up in coaching and I hear about it. And when I hear people are down, 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 and I say to them, what are you eating? It's like junk, junk, junk. It's diet Cokes. It's donuts. It's cookies. There's just a lot of that stuff. And you guys accomplished a really massive goal. So I want to say congratulations. 
I'm proud of both of you. I want you and you guys and whoever's listening to know whatever you want, you put your mind to, you can have it, right? And I'm not just saying that's not just some Mm -hmm. random thing. I mean it. So for those of you who want to get business right, get your mindset right, get your fitness right, your health goals right, you can do it. Look, look at Aaron and Nikki. You guys, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Um, and thanks for pitching the um, No One Can Shake You Off You're Awesome. That's a podcast that I did. Check it out on Get Real with Lisa Crown. You guys, thanks for being here. I love you both. Thank you. We love you, Coach. Thank you, babe.